Welcome to the Losing Weight with Fasting and Mindful Eating podcast. I am your host, Monika Banach, an advanced practice nurse and a weight loss coach. I am so grateful for you taking the time to listen to today's episode. I get a lot of questions about my morning routine and my eating routine, so I figured I would discuss it here and talk about why creating good morning and evening routine is so important to your overall health, well-being, and success. I will discuss some of the things that I have learned over the years about morning routines, how to create your own habits, and how they have how they can help you achieve success not only in your career, but your health, your personal life, and your overall happiness and well-being. Before we get started, a quick disclaimer. Everything discussed here is based on my personal knowledge and experience. None of this is medical advice. Also, if you are enjoying my podcast, please take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps spread the word, and it helps me continue making these podcasts for free. So I have started developing my morning routine about four years ago. We become what we repeatedly do. There are so many different ways to create your own morning routine. You have to create your own routine, your own recipe for your morning that fits your schedule. There isn't a single perfect routine that works for everyone, but there's definitely a morning routine that you can create and that can work wonders for you. I will give you examples of the things that I do during my morning routine and also give you examples what some other successful people do. But what I encourage you to do is Don't just try to replicate someone else's exact routine. Instead, start by making small changes each week and create your own morning and evening routine. The best routine for you is the one that is achievable and one that makes you look forward to getting up instead of dreading it. Don't try to start with 10 different things in the morning. You will feel overwhelmed and you will not stick to the routine. And this goes with everything else, whether it's working out or diet. If you change too many things at once, you're not going to stick with it. So perhaps start with two to three small things that take a few minutes in the morning and then do it every day for at least one week. Keep track of it. Journal it. Keep track of it, how you feel. It will help you build confidence. You will feel more productive. And focus on seven days at a time. Don't think of like the whole month or the lifetime. If you have a hard time sticking to things, get an accountability partner. I always say accountability, without accountability, there's no responsibility. So I think, I believe that having an accountability buddy is so valuable. The most recent study says that it takes 66 days for a new habit to stick. But I don't want you to look at the whole 66 days. Just divide it at just at seven days at a time. Break it up into small goals. 
So you're not thinking of like, oh my gosh, I have to do this for 66 days, okay? So in addition to my morning routine, about a year ago, I started creating my evening routine because I learned that it also plays an integral part in my life and makes my morning routine that much better and stronger. Oftentimes, people wake up late for work, they snooze their alarm over and over, they jump out of bed, trying to rush in order to make it to work on time. It's a total chaos, and I've done it many times. I'm sure some of you have done it as well. Your first hour of your day can completely set the tone for your day. If your morning routine is calm and composed, it sets you up for a good day. Most successful people have a strong morning routine. It is part of their normal everyday life. Here are a few examples like Oprah Winfrey, Steve Jobs, Jennifer Aniston, Tim Ferriss, Richard Branson, Barack Obama, Jane Austen, Tony Robbins, Benjamin Franklin, Arianna Huffington, Tori Birch, and many more. Leave me some comments and let me know who else famous out there that you know that has a good morning routine. So when it comes to morning routine, the most important of your morning routine starts the night before, and that is getting the proper amount of quality of sleep. If you go to bed late, it's hard to get up in the morning and feel good and productive. Sleep is number one. It is hard to make up for the lack of sleep. Sleep is one of the key ingredients to success, living longer and a happier life. When I was growing up, I would hear people say often, you'll sleep when you're dead. (laughs) Now you need to hustle. Well, the truth is, if you don't get enough quality sleep consistently, you will be dying a lot sooner. That's just the truth. Your body and your mind need time to regenerate. And this is primarily done during sleep. So work on creating the best sleep sanctuary. I'm not going to discuss that in here, but maybe I'll make another podcast about how to create your best sleep environment, your best sleep sanctuary, because that does help. Sometimes people think that in order to have a morning routine, you have to get up super early. Well, you can get up super early, but the truth is it doesn't necessarily have to be that early. Initially, you can just start by getting up 15 minutes earlier until your body gets used to it, then maybe increase it to 30 minutes. And during that 15 minutes, when you wake up earlier, you can incorporate one little habit, maybe odd meditation, prayer, or perhaps spend that time sitting on the patio and watching the sunrise. I typically get up about an hour to hour and a half earlier, depending on what time I have to be at work that particular day. There are days I get up at 4.30 a.m., and some days I get up around 5. On the weekends, I tend to get up a little bit later, maybe around 6, maybe 6.30, and that usually happens when I'm off work. So currently, this is what I do during my morning routine. So. I avoid hitting the snooze on my alarm. I use Mel Robbins 54321 formula, 
And basically what it is, is she actually wrote a book about it. As soon as you wake up, you count down from five, four, three, two, one. And as soon as you get to one, you just get up instead of thinking about it and talking yourself out of it. It kind of shifts your focus and your mental focus on like, oh, well, I should snooze. I should sleep in a little bit longer. And it just kind of distracts your mind. As you count down, you just interrupt the thought process and you just get up. It works. So try it. It works with a lot of other things. It works with stress. It works with responding to people. You just count down and you just change your focus. After that, as soon as I get up, I make my bed. This is a habit that my parents ingrained in me. Plus, it is a great way to start my day with accomplishing something first thing in the morning. You take pride and confidence in yourself because you did something for yourself. And I'm sure some of you guys seen the viral video of William McRaven, the Navy Admiral, who says that if you want to live a great life, make your bed. Your morning routine does not have to be some extreme routine. You can just start off by making your bed and getting up. Then after I make my bed, I say my affirmations out loud. The affirmations have been an important part of my weight loss transformation, and they have really changed my life. I know that Tony Robbins is a big proponent of saying your affirmations out loud. And actually, when you say them out loud, they're called incantations. (laughs) I can't say that word. So when I say my affirmations, it really changes how my mind perceives what I think. When I was 250 pounds, I would say out loud in the morning, I am enough. I am sexy. I'm strong. I'm beautiful from the inside out. My weight does not define me. I believe in the woman I am becoming every day in every way. I'm getting better and better. Today is a great day, and I'm going to make today the best day because there's simply no good reason not to. And that's what I would say every morning when I would get up in the mirror out loud. So initially, it feels weird when you say those things out loud. Sometimes when you don't feel sexy and you're carrying like 80 pounds of extra weight. But over time, it's like my subconscious mind started believing those things as I kept saying them out loud. The repetition is supposed to actually make you feel better about yourself. It helps you believe in yourself. So don't knock it till you try it yourself. Do it for at least one week. You know what happens when you don't try something? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. This was a paraphrase from Braveheart, actually. It is important also to cater your daily affirmation to something more specific that is going on in your life. Bob Proctor said, if you can see it in your mind, you will hold it in your hand. So the way we speak to ourselves is much more important because our mind and every cell of our body is listening to the way we speak and think about ourselves. So be careful what kind of thoughts you think of, what you think of yourself, and start saying some affirmations. Write them down and just, even if it's just one word, I am enough. That's it. That's all you have to do. 
get up in the morning and just say it. And for those who think affirmations are completely woo-woo, maybe just try it out. It doesn't mean that you will change your entire life by a few words, but it can help you become more positive and perhaps deal with things better. And it is also necessary to believe in the words that you're saying, even if you're not there yet, because you don't, because if you don't believe in it, you're just saying it, that's when it's just woo-woo stuff. So start believing in those things, because you are those things. So after I say my affirmations, I drink one glass of water that's usually room temperature with lemon and apple cider vinegar that I usually prepare the night before. Then I start my coffee pot, and while my water is boiling for my coffee, I jump in the shower, and I alternate between cold and warm showers. Cold showers help to wake you up and get you focused. Plus, they also have so many great benefits for your immune system. It can just be one-minute cold shower. I would encourage you to watch some of Wim Hof's videos about it. He's a big proponent of cold therapy, and he's done some amazing stuff with cold showers, cold baths. He's pretty incredible. After I take my cold shower, I meditate and I do breathing. I believe like meditation initially was a bit challenging for me because my mind is always racing. I'm always thinking about stuff. So shutting down those constant thoughts was really, really hard for me. I heard somebody say this before. Meditation is like flossing your brain. And I thought that was so interesting. It is like flossing your brain. It helps you really calmly approach the day, helps you clear your mind. The floss clears your mind of clutter. And it's just, it's amazing what even, even in the beginning, you feel like, oh my gosh, like I can't stop my thoughts. It's okay. You just let them, let them be. Eventually your mind will calm down when you actually dig deep into your mind and you sit down, even if it's just five minutes in the morning. I typically now I do about 10 to 15 minutes guided meditation. Oftentimes I just find something on YouTube that's positive and I just listen to it while I'm waiting for my coffee to finish. Then after I do my meditation, another thing that I do is I write three things that I am grateful for. I truly believe that when you focus on being grateful for what you have, it really changes the way you think about life. We should be thankful for another day. You've got to wake up and experience. There's a lot of people that don't get to wake up in the morning and there are really no guarantees in life that we will wake up the next day. So setting a positive intention for your day, being grateful for things, again, they don't have to be any grandiose things like, oh, I'm thankful for my Porsche or something. No, it could be just simple stuff. I'm thankful for my warm bed. I'm thankful for this cup of coffee. I'm thankful for my family. And I write it down. It's the little things that really matter and change the way your outlook on life. Then after I do that, I often read about a page of a book, depending how much time I have. Sometimes if I'm in a rush, I'll just listen to a book or podcast on Audible on my way to the gym. 
So it just depends. But I really try to do read at least a page every single day in the morning and then sometimes at night as well. So if you think about it, like if you read every single day in a year, you would have read 365 pages. So even if you're not a reader, even if it's just that one page, like one little page at a time, it makes a difference. And then usually, or most of the times, I get my gym clothes on. Well, not usually. I always put my gym clothes on. But what I meant to say is I usually listen to my personal playlist when I'm putting my gym clothes on because it makes, it kind of puts me in that workout mode and make, I listen to stuff that makes me happy. I have a particular playlist that kind of, you know, I get it, I get it on like, Oh, I'm ready to work out. <laughs> most of the mornings, unless I have to be at work super early, but most of the mornings I get my workout done before work. I either go to the gym or I walk on my treadmill or go outside for a walk. I do believe movement and getting your workout done in the morning really changes my my mood. I feel better, even though sometimes I don't want to go to the gym in the morning. As soon as I get there, I feel so much better. So these are just some of the things that I do. It seems like it would take forever to do that, but a lot of them are just like very, very quick, like the gratitude. I mean, that takes me like maybe two minutes to write. So they're not, I mean, the longest part of this whole thing is probably just the meditation, to be honest. So it does not take me that long, maybe 20, 30 minutes max. So let's talk about the eating routine. I didn't have an eating routine for a long time. I just started developing it about a year ago. And as I mentioned before, it has become a very integral part of my day. If you start your day well and you end your day well, the things that happen in the middle, they're not as evident. And so the reason why the evening routine is so important is because it kind of sets your mind for the next morning. It prepares you for the next morning. It also helps you kind of look through the day, be grateful for, for the day. And even if you had a rough day, it's nice to just kind of calm your mind down, look through what happened, maybe journal and just let it go. So some of the things that I do is prepare myself for a good night's sleep. If you are on the phone up till the time you go to bed, a lot of times your mind is still going to be pacing because the light from your phone wakes, it's so strong, it wakes your mind up. So I make a habit of turning off my electronic devices, my phone, TV, at least an hour before bedtime. Then I journal. I journal about my day, how my day went. Anything, I try to write positive things. If there was something that's weighing on my mind, I will write it down as well and just think of it in a positive way or be grateful that, well, you know, this happened, but I'm grateful that nothing else happened. (laughs) Nothing worse than that happened. Oh, before I journal, actually, I do love going for an evening walk around my neighborhood. And when I walk, I listen to an audiobook, sometimes podcast, or sometimes I call a friend just to catch up with them. 
it really helps me clear my mind and I do believe that it helps me sleep better. If you always end up getting in bed late, I would encourage you to create an alarm on your phone to remind you to get in bed on time. It's not alarm is not only for your waking up but also for getting in bed early. I typically get in bed around 9:30 and 10. And that's that's my typical bedtime routine. I try to get about 7 to 8 hours of good quality sleep. And that's very important to me. So when I'm traveling or when my routine, like my morning and my evening routine is off, I feel, I can feel my day is off as well. This is when I know that this does work for me. I'm a lot more productive. I feel a lot more focused and more energetic when I practice more, more my morning routine. I feel like having that structured morning makes me feel a lot more productive, more focused, happier, and healthier. I think, you know, it's okay to get off track sometimes, but don't let it go for too long. One of the YouTubers out there has this rule. His name is Matt Diavela, I think. He has this two-day rule where he doesn't let more than two days pass without working out. He has like a calendar that he marks like a big X on the days that he missed. So he never, he sets the rule that he will never break that rule going more than two days without working out. And I I do love that. I think it's a great way to keep yourself accountable. It could be with anything else. could be with diet. You know, never let two days go with just binge eating or eating crap or anything else like maybe alcohol maybe don't do two days more than two days in a row of just drinking so i i love that and i do i find myself implementing that more and more in my life the two-day formula the two-day rule make a contract with yourself write a contract to yourself and say hey this is i'm not two days it's the max. And after that, I have to either go for a walk. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. You can just go and move, go for a walk. And when you make these promises to yourself and you don't break those promises, it really builds self-esteem. Keeping the promises you make to yourself builds self-esteem and confidence. You should be your biggest fan. And disappointing yourself will make you feel bad mentally. And if you set the rules for yourself, they can help you live a better life. Jordan Peterson said, without rules, we become slaves to our passions. I love that. And also, if you haven't read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, he talks about the two-day rule as well. He talks about never missing twice he calls it never miss twice so never miss two days in a row and it's a great book too it really helps you kind of think differently about your habits i think i read it on audiobook i'm an avid reader i read all the time and so if you have any great book recommendations send me a dm on instagram at fit.fat.hotaf and let me know what routines you practice in the morning Or perhaps maybe this is the first time 
you've heard about morning and evening routine, let me know. I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear other things that you incorporate in your mornings, because maybe that's some stuff that I would want to (laughs) copy as well or incorporate in my mornings. I'm always willing to change odd things and do other things to better my life and feel better, be more successful, more inspired, motivated, dedicated, and just happy. I am all about growth, happiness, and just feeling good. There's nothing better than feeling truly happy inside. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, share it on your social media, and be sure to leave a review on iTunes. Follow Monica on Instagram at fit.fat.hotaf and on Twitter at fitfathotaf.